You're listening to the Kindred 360 Podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rod Idle, Matt Smith, and Lindsay Terry. The Kindred 360 Podcast is an extension of Kindred Church in Midlothian, Virginia. At Kindred, we help people find their purpose. We believe that God designed us to be surrounded by others who love and care for us. We call this your tribe. We invite you to be part of our tribe today, so enjoy the fun, inspiration, and introspection. All in today's episode of Kindred 360. Now, Pastor Rod Idle. Everybody, welcome to the Kindred 360 podcast. Coming to you live from Studio 77, downtown Midlothian, and that's right. You heard the bumper music. This is our Valentine's Day special oh, show. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I want to introduce you to say hello to everybody. Let's say Lindsay. How hello, you doing? Hello, everybody. Matthew. Hey, how you doing, everyone? Mike, how you doing, buddy? What's up, everyone? And we have a new member of our team, the new associate of Studio 77, Chris Moore. Chris, say hi to everybody. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's good to have you all here. I'm anxious to be sharing with you today. It's been a little bit longer than what we had hoped. We were hoping to do this last week. We had a lot of things come up, couldn't quite do it. But we're glad that you're with us today. Now, listen, I want to assure you right now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that there's one thing we are not going to talk about today. We are not going to talk about the Super Bowl. I promise you, we are not going to talk about the Super Bowl. Listen, yeah, yeah. Any game where the band has more points than the L.A. Rams, <laughs> five versus yeah. three. Yeah, but but we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk no. about the Super Bowl because it was just not worthy. It was the worst of our... game we've ever seen. But it's we're not going to talk about it, right? No, I mean, because I don't want to talk about something that was ten of the most boring football games all at once. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the fact that me and my buddy Brent were the only, only people one. by the fourth yeah. quarter. How about, <laughs> at the church Kindred Super Bowl peeps. party? Not showing up to the party. Listen, we had one couple, I won't say their names, they showed up uh, right after the half and they looked around and they were like, yeah, I think we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't even stay. I was like, oh my like gosh. There's 10 people I wanna, there at that point. I want to assure <laughs> to our listeners that we are not going to talk about... But we're not going to talk about the worst no, Super Bowl ever. No, not at all. And, you know, even though the New England Patriots won, I don't really care to talk about it, do you? Excuse I me, I threw up in my mouth. And I heard <laughs> that our resident New England Patriot fans, Nestor and Margie, they weren't even at the party. No. Nope. But would nope. you go? Yeah. We shouldn't talk about it, though. Let's just... I don't want to talk about yeah, it. I don't Let's not talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. We're not going it. to. Nah. Talk about that. Stupid. Anyway, I watched it with my dad as he was falling asleep on the couch. My brother-in-law... Did he get he was excited about the Maroon 5 concert? Oh, my dad was so <laughs> pumped. <laughs> Especially when Adam Levine ripped off his shirt. 
but we're not going to talk about. No, we're not going to talk about no. all those. Yeah. No, there's nothing to talk about. Even though I about looked at the TV and I was like, I cannot believe they call this entertainment. But I will say one positive thing: Gladys Knight did an awesome job on the national yes, anthem. I did enjoy that as well. She she yeah. rocked that. Just thing not out. at the party. Because I may have <laughs> tell had the, the story. Tell the story, Lindsay. What happened? We're not talking about the zero one. No. I'm going to tell you about the pregame. What happened? Okay. <laughs> so we pull it up. We're streaming it live on Hulu, and I'm in charge of getting it all set up. So I'm there at like 4:45. So I pull it up, and then it's like on the Hulu page is like Super Bowl live. Click here to watch. So I clicked it, and we started the live feed. Well. It's, it's almost seven o'clock. It's pregame. I mean, it's, it's stuff all the that makes sense. Stuff, yeah. yeah, but it's almost seven o'clock, and I'm like, wasn't the kickoff supposed to be at six thirty? And Jamie looked it up across the table from me, and she's like, "It says it's already three to zero. So you, so you wonder why people don't like, go to the Super Bowl. Party. The I was like, what is going on? So then, when we started it, everybody's like, we what missed, the heck? It wasn't three we, zero. No, yet. no. It, but they'd already have. That's a, given them the way too much credit to score points. They already no. had an interception or something. They, yeah, we missed but, an interception. Uh, it yeah. was ten minutes into the game. And you wonder why people don't come to your Super Bowl parties? You don't even have it on when they come. But let's not talk about it. No, no, we're, we're, definitely, we're definitely not talking no, about it. No, Mike, would you agree that we shouldn't talk about it? I don't want to talk about I it. I don't either. I didn't go. But, it didn't even you know, make an impression I on was me. running late to uh, cook food for uh, Matt and Lori came over and chilled. And, and then I was running late and Mel was running late. And we almost missed the beginning part of it also. But we're not talking about it. No, let's not even talk. I don't even want to talk about it. I, I have no interest in it. So we're going to get going with our program. Um and try to have an exciting uh, program for you today, unlike the Super Bowl. Um, we're going to have something <laughs> that you might be interested in. So uh, let's go ahead and get it going. With We're going to start out with a tech review. I know you guys are excited to hear my expertise on this. So today, I want to talk to you about something that I got to be honest I think is one of the coolest things ever. I just witnessed it today. I've seen it on people's uh person before. I've seen them walking around with these things, but I have never seen it in action. In fact, I always wondered why do they have these things cuz it's just a black screen on the wrist. But I'm talking about the Apple Watch. And in case you didn't know, Apple just came out, well, not just, but a while back came out with an, the Apple Watch 4. And we're going to do a little comparison between the 3 and 4. I'll tell you, these are really slick. I uh, I can't get over what you can do. I didn't know. I'm sure you two did, you two geniuses. I didn't know you could do so much with it. Did you know? Like, you can just make a phone call with your watch. I didn't know that. It's like yeah. being 007 in real life. It's like Get Smart from the 60s. Yes. I mean, this is... The funny thing is, is your, 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 your reaction to it is like it was back in the 60s. <laughs> hey, I've seen them, but I didn't know what they did. I thought they just kept your heart rate or something. I didn't know. It's like, it's like we brought Rod back from the 60s. Yeah. What is this yeah. sorcery? Right. I found a DeLorean. Have you seen these new fangled things called color television? I can't get over it. But anyway, I, I think these are so slick. And then Mike will show me a little bit about it. So we're going to take you through, uh, our listeners out there, a couple of the differences between the three and the four. So I'm going to have Lindsay uh, go out and make a phone call to the three first. Is that is that right? 
Is that what we're going to do? We're going to go to the three. I don't know. You're the tech reviewer. Yeah, let me let me punch in the code here. I like how we always kick Lindsay out. Just and get out of here. Shoo. And I'm go going away. to, I'm not going to put this on my wrist because that wouldn't make any sense, but I'll hold it up by the mic and Lindsay's going to give me a call. And um, it's, you're really good at holding things up to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so can you see it? Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I just thought this, this, oh, it's vibrating right now. And but it doesn't have anything on the screen. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hi, Linz. Hello, am I talking to you on a watch? You're talking to me on a watch. Is that not the coolest thing? It's amazing. <laughs> I I want one of these, Lindsay. And since you are always looking for things to buy me, I think you should buy me one of these. Oh. <laughs> I just think this is like the coolest. How's of cool. the quality? How's the quality? I think the quality is is good. I can't. I have nothing to compare it to uh, yet, but I think the quality is good. I can hear it. The volume's all the way up. I'd have to definitely hold it up. I'm pretty old to my ear. More. Lindsay, how's he sound? Uh, you were good, and then at the end there, you were breaking up. But you may, I don't know. It may just be like a a signal thing. <laughs> yeah, it could be me. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna text you while you're on the call, uh oh, and see if you get a notification. Okay. So hold on one second. That sounds cool. So hold Lindsay, on. how's the room? Good. <laughs> the room is great. Hey, there's gum in here. Ask Mike if I can have a piece. Mike, can she have a piece of gum? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how old it is, but yeah. She he doesn't know how old it is. Don't but tell yeah, her that. Just ahead. say yes. Thanks. <laughs> Just say yes. Not yet. We're do he's gonna text me while I'm talking to you and see if I get a notification. All right. Cool. So you just hang loose and let's see what happens. Did you get it? Hey, not yet. Lindsay, did you watch yeah. the Super Bowl? Because I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so that's the one drawback. It okay. won't it won't come through. I did not get it so a text while I'm talking on the phone. That's but, on the three, correct? Right, but the Chris, that's Chris's watch, so he actually got the text from his phone. So you will get it from your phone. You just won't while you're on the phone. You okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's hang up this one. Thank you, Lindsay. But now you can call the other one. Right. The four. Right. Bye. Whoops. Oh my gosh, I got one already. So here's, as it's marked on Mike's, Lindsay Church Terry <laughs> on his phone. Wow, yeah, that, I'm other Lindsay's, so I have to do church all the time. He, he knows like five Lindsay Terry's. He's got to say which one. <laughs> yeah, he, Matt said he knows like five well, Lindsay I never Terry's. know which Lindsay I'm getting when I call her. <laughs> There's also a Lindsay Heathen Terry. Hey, she's my daughter, and I've never known what Lindsay I'd get when I call her. But anyway, this microphone's so much clearer. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a lot clearer. I can I can hear it a lot better on this. Now end. put your put your phone put the watch down yeah, on the desk. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, because I set it down on the desk, way away from me, not up by the mic. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, cool. I'm pulling it up so they can hear it on the program. So, Lindsay, what would you think of that Super Bowl? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 
Okay, I think that's terrible. Yeah, have we run that into the ground, Mike, or do we? Yeah, I think I think so. I think okay. you you took my idea and you killed it. We killed it. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to kick a horse a couple more times. All right. Well, Lynch, come on in. Come on in. All right. So that is the Apple three and the Apple four, and it's pretty pretty cool. I tell you, there some of the differences. Um, probably the biggest difference is the cost. Um, it's about uh, 150 to 200 dollars more. The screen on the four is bigger. Um, it's a little bit clearer. The microphone and the speaker is clearer. Um, golly, you can get it in a lot of finishes that you couldn't the other one, um, which is cool. Um, let's see. I don't know a whole lot else. Um, let's see here. Let me give you some specifics. The app. This is an Apple Dual Core 64-bit S4. Now you get that. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. that is? Do you get that? No. <laughs> but let's just. <laughs> Let's just say I do. Okay. All right? Okay. So it's got two two cores and not one. Okay. <laughs> D- dual. It's core. a dual. It's not a singular core. <laughs> Let's not forget that. The display is 1.78 inches. It's an LTPS uh, OLED Retina 448 by 368 pixels resolution. You guys know all that. Yeah. Right? yeah I mean, yeah. I knew that. I mean, I don't even have to look at this. The operating system is a Watch OS 5. Um, and I do know that the. Um, I don't know. Uh, the storage is 16 gigabyte internal storage, which I assume is okay. My phone has 16 gigabyte internal storage, and I'm really sad I didn't buy the 32 because I'm out of space. Let's see. The wireless technology, you guys know this, is the NFC 802.11B slash G slash N Wi-Fi. (laughs) NFC, I assume, is National Football Conference. Bluetooth 5.0, but we don't want to talk about (laughs) We're not talking about National Football Conference. (laughs) And Bluetooth, it's got GPS, GLONASS. Galileo LTE what? is available. I don't know on cool. select models too, which is really cool. But you know what I like the most? It's got a, it's got a 32 G force accelerometer. <laughs> you were almost mumble rapping for a second there. Like you know why? Clap. Because it's got a canooter valve that only the emulator can fix. You understand what I'm saying? They thought about putting the flux capacitor in there. Yeah, they couldn't figure that out. Right. Yeah, that'll be in the five. I guarantee. Apple doesn't mess around. The other features, of course, the IP68 and the five ATM dust and water resistant integrated microphone and speaker. You guys know that. Yes. Yeah, me too. Now it says that there's up to 18 hours of battery life, but then this is what it says of advertised battery li- battery life. <laughs> We're really lying. You get 30 I, minutes. Right. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> oh, well, we advertise it. You get 18 hours of advertising. How long does it usually last for you guys? It, it actually, if you advertise about the watch, then it lasts longer. So you have to promote it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, what that's what that right. means. Okay. Well, good yeah, to know. Yeah. So if you put out a blog post or something on it, you're going to get a watch that lasts forever. Um, anyway, uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, get this. Podcast can now be enjoyed on your watch. That's what it says right here. I'm reading it. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe it couldn't have been done on the three. Um, I have I don't a know. question about this. <laughs> That's Go ahead. It's a smartwatch. Is there I'll a answer. headphone I'll, jack on this me. smartwatch? No. Okay. Because allow me to look. I'm trying to like imagine as I'm walking and, you know, getting my walk in, <laughs> listening to a podcast on my wrist for everyone to listen. No, you with use me. your AirPods. Oh, okay. 
So this yeah. is like a $700 venture if I want one of these watches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got weather right now um, on this bad boy at 1036. It is 62 <laughs> degrees. Hallelujah. Um, by three o'clock, yes. it's supposed to hit 66. How cool is that? So Chris Love found it. out. Some, I had Chris find out some more information and some specs and the heart rate it's pretty accurate. We we uh, compared the two yeah. between the three and the four um, while we're setting stuff up for the podcast. And my heart rate was a whopping 112. Uh-huh. And Chris was 77. <laughs> and we were doing the same amount of work <laughs> at the same amount of time. Mike, Remember the that reason time that I is... said you were high strung and you got all offended? <laughs> The reason is Mike is pretty... <laughs> you, you said intense. That's better than high strung. <laughs> yeah. You, the reason is you're built like a Siamese cat and he's built like a fat Labrador. I mean, you got to go, go, go all the time. And he's sitting back going, it's cool. Whatever you want to do. Did you just call Chris a fat Labrador? I did. <laughs> I did. Because skinny Labradors are high food. Fat Labradors are not. So... Love you, Chris. Hey, <laughs> one last thing here, because I, I think you guys need to know this. I was thoroughly impressed. The ECG function is not yet available on this. Everybody knows the ECG is the electrocardiogram. But eventually from Apple Watch, they could help detect possible anomalies that could inform doctors and lead to more detailed and comprehensive tracking and diagnosis of your heart rate. That's kind of cool, right? That's crazy. Yeah. N next, app the Apple Watch 7 is projected to do a full body scan MRI. <laughs> you just run it over your body. You send it over to the doctor. It's pretty cool. So nice. anyway, it's really a neat a uh, little feature, a uh, uh, little um, gadget here. I'm impressed. I, like I said, I always see them, but I didn't know like you could like really make a phone call on it or really do text on it or it's just oh, it's a it's a it's a sticking phone on your wrist. I mean, I don't care. That's like Mission Impossible stuff. That's like Star Trek to me. That is so cool. I just love it. I don't get it. I, I honestly didn't know you could do all that. I saw people wearing them, and they are always black screen. I was like, maybe it's a pedometer. Maybe it just tells them how many steps they took that day. So this is really cool. So you guys got one? You guys no. going to get one? No. No. Not that cool, then. I'm not that cool. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not impressed. I'm like, I've already got my phone. I don't want another thing. I, I use it on a daily basis for keeping up with my staff and and when I'm with a client, when you hold your phone in your hand, it shows that you're disconnected from them when you're talking to them or if you're, you know, going uh, whatever we're working on and for video wise and I'm holding cameras and whatnot. So there is a purpose for me to have it that I can respond to people. Secretly. Yeah, that makes sense. Seconds, Secretly you know, disconnected. You know, if I need <laughs> to look at a text real quick and I, my phone's not even with me, it's in my car or whatever, I'm working on a video project, then... You know that's it's a good the one a good thing tool. yeah the one yeah. thing yeah, that I point. that I got a question about <clears throat> people don't buy phones anymore they buy cameras that also operate as a phone because if right. you watch the advertising everything's about the camera ever all the time it's about the camera it's not about the quality of the call it's not about anything else it's about the quality of the picture these don't take pictures do they no but you can control your camera from there so yeah but like then. And then I got to okay. No, no, no. Like you would set it up, and you can like. Yeah, oh, control like a, it. Like yeah. you can do. Like can you do a video? Yeah, you can. You control the camera. You can look at your photos. 
That's Hang what on. I thought he meant. Let me describe this really quick for those of you who cannot see us. He was talking about holding mocked. your camera in one hand and hitting the camera button on your watch instead of the camera button on the phone that you're already holding. I'm being mocked by my own daughter. I'm being mocked, but that's okay. It's okay, Pops. Yeah, I... I just think it's really cool. I, I, they're, they're very neat. They're very neat. They're not as neat as I think because I'm looking at my staff members and they're looking at me like I think they're cool. Whatever. It's like no, 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 I no, just no, no. It's like cool. you found a rubber man. It. Big deal. So that's cool. I stretch out is I, I push the limits to the iPhone as much as I do. I was showing Chris yesterday the things that I do on it that you would have to do on your computer. And he was just like, that's amazing. He's like, you've pushed You the got the most memory on your phone you can get, don't you? Yes. Yeah, I got the least memory I can get on my phone. So that's a big difference right there. I also have the highest cloud service. And now we can talk about that another time for you to understand the cloud. But <laughs> don't mock Rod. He could, he could <laughs> inform you about the cloud. Give him a little something, Rod. Tell him. Let me tell you something. I spend 99 cents a month for my cloud storage. That's all I know. I don't, I know I spend about a buck a month. Do you know how to get it if you need to retrieve something from it? Yes. I say, Lindsay, (laughs) come here and get this for me. Yes, I do. I am the cloud. (laughs) You mock what I don't understand. On that note, I think you need to wrap up the segment. Yeah. Listen, um, thanks, Mike and and Chris, for volunteering your watches over here. That was really neat. And I know that uh, uh, if you want to know more about this, obviously... I'll be glad to help you. Um, but if you want to know more stuff that really matters, you might want to talk to just about anybody else. So, <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. And we are going to go into our next segment. And it's one of my favorite segments. It's from Mailman Nestor. Hello, Kendra 360 family. It's Nestor, your mailman, delivering your Bible verse for the week which comes from Philippians 3, verses 13 through 14. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Until next time, press on. I love that dude. Thanks, Nestor. He is so awesome. I told him the other day at church, I said, Nestor, you got to know something. That's... One of my absolute favorite things that we do, yeah, yeah, on on this on this podcast. So, thank you, Nestor, for your word of the day. Appreciate it very much. And in case you guys didn't know, if you didn't know, and you're married or dating somebody, we're gonna save you right now. You ready? Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> it's coming up real wait, soon. Wait. Get it together. What? All right. So you need to get it together in some way, shape, or form. So I am going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. Actually, we all are, but I want to uh, start out by telling you my philosophy of Valentine's Day. <laughs> all right. And my wife can attest to this. Um, hit, hit them with the romantic feelings I, first. Get them, Rod. I, yeah. <laughs> I again I've been married 35 years. We've probably celebrated close to 40 Valentine's Day, 38, 40 Valentine's Days. And we've probably honestly celebrated 12 of them. <laughs> <laughs> now we've done some cool stuff, but we just it has just never been that big of a deal to us. Um but I am not saying it shouldn't be a big deal to you. I'm just saying for us 
It just hasn't been that big of a thing. But if it is to you, more power to you. And to start us out, I kind of want to talk to you two. Tell me a little bit about when you met your spouses. Lindsay, we'll start with you. When did you meet Josh? How'd it go? Well, my first time ever seeing Josh, uh, my brother was going to some college guys party at our church that we just moved to. And I went with him because I hadn't seen the church yet. We had yeah, just right. moved there. The college and guys I party saw, didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, right? no, sure. I saw Josh in there. I didn't know him at all. And we walked out and my mom was with me and she's like, so did you see any cute guys? And I said, <laughs> yeah, I totally saw my future husband talking about Josh joking, but then it's for real. Like, wow, we got married. Wow, that's a great so story. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And then we actually met. I didn't like him when we first met. I thought he was a jerk and he knows all of this. So, but, um, I was friends with his brother and who uh, looks just like, who Josh. looks just like Josh. Yeah. And then, uh, Later, after I had gotten to know him just a little bit on a college trip we were on, um, I came home and I was like, man, this guy is, he is amazing. And then from then on, I was sold. Hmm. That was it. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that that's how you met him. I knew you met him at the church, but I didn't know that it was out partying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I kid. In the church youth room. Uh, in the church youth room. You rebels. Uh, Matthew, how'd you meet Pam? We are old college sweethearts. Pamela, <clears throat> the very first time I met her, she was dating another dude. And, uh, and I transferred into Roanoke Bible College, now Mid-Atlantic Christian University. I uh, transferred into RBC. Uh, halfway through the year. And so I didn't know anybody. And so I'm just meeting people. And so the first time I met her, she was with said gentleman. And uh, when we get done... Uh, what are we, in a court of law? Yes. Said well, I believe his nickname Suspect is number four. currently the snake. But anyways, that's the full... You'll have to wait for the full story. But but anyways, so I, just, I didn't even know him. He just was on my hall. And I barely knew him. I, first time meeting Pam, I walk away... And he says, I don't want you to talk to that dude. <laughs> and like I'd never and I was just like, she told me this like way later when we were dating. And um, Wait, hang on. He told you don't talk to her? No, he told her, I don't want you talking oh, to Matt okay. Smith. Okay. And like I was like, I'd maybe talk to him like five times. You know, like that was the first time I ever talked to him. So evidently the dude had <laughs> he sensed it before I could sense it. And cool. so from then on, we just uh, eventually we went on some dates. Uh, our first date was uh, we Did hit it off. Did she talk to you or was she still fulfilling her boyfriend's wishes? No, no, no. After they, okay. uh, yeah, after they weren't a thing, an item, uh, we, we got together and we both took French several years in high school. And the funny thing is, I was talking to my daughter about this and she said, why'd you take French? And I said, to be truly, totally honest, babe, just to pick up a chick. And uh, she was like, did it work? And I was like, my first date with your mom was looking at pictures <laughs> from her trip to Paris. So, yes, it did. <laughs> so, anyway, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Quite the laugh. Thank he you, laughed. Millie Joe, and, uh, for teaching me some smooth lines. There you go. There you go. Well, I met Gay at college. She was in one of my classes. And if you know the story about Gay, she had hiccups every day for her whole life, basically, since she was a little girl. And she would hiccup in class. And I remember I sat with all my buddies I played baseball with. And I said, who the heck is that hiccuping in class? And they said, Gay Parker. And I said, sounds like a chick who wants attention. <laughs> 
<laughs> toward the end of the year, she was in my axe class. Toward the end of the year, I got done with baseball. One, the baseball season, I was actually taking my uniform down to my coach's house. And Gay was sitting outside working on an axe paper. I sat down with her, just started talking to her. Next thing you know, we started playing catch in the parking lot. And she had an arm. I mean, this this chick could throw. And I was really impressed. And um, I was dating somebody else at that time. And um, <laughs> I just couldn't help, but I couldn't help but think about gay. And uh, I was a good boy. I didn't do anything or anything. I The next weekend, there's a long story about the first weekend we don't need to go into. But the next weekend I went home and um, decided to become single. <laughs> and went back to college, didn't even know the answer. I just went back and said, hey, would you want to start dating? If she would have said no, that would have been really awkward. That, that would have been <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, favorite. would it have been hilarious? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we started dating, and a couple years later, we were married. <clears throat> we were married. Yeah. So, hey, let me ask you this now. That's how you met. What was your most awkward date or unusual date experience that you had and it doesn't have to be with your current spouse it can be with somebody else mine is with my current spouse but current spouse as if i got others waiting <laughs> my current spouse not the, the ones two or three. coming in the next 15 years go ahead your spouse matt we'll start with you this time what's the worst date or the, the most awkward, awkward whatever oh man i don't know I, I i can tell you that pam and i we uh on our honeymoon, we went to Front Royal, Virginia, and we had set up this I've been awesome. There's a great French restaurant there. It's it's a beautiful place. Yeah, and uh, we had set up this date to go to the Oasis Wineries. Uh huh. And I had called ahead, and like number one had already been hung up on by someone there. So I called back, and the manager was like, "No, no, 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 that dude. He he's just first day. He's just overwhelmed." And I was like, "All I want to do is can I get a reservation?" The guy was like, "You don't need a reservation for any day." Are you sure I'm coming on vacation? And they're like, no, it's fine. And so we get there. And uh, after like all this crazy long phone call of a reservation and we get there and uh, we said, hey, we're here for the tour of the winery. It's good. And uh, we're lo really looking forward to it. And the guy says, yeah, we don't do tours. Those are by reservation only. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like 10 in the morning. Like, what are we going to do? Like, we planned that map this out. So then. We were like, uh, okay, well, we'll just, uh, I guess we'll eat lunch a little early. And the guy was like, yeah, the chef's not here either. <laughs> like, you can't order lunch. But we have some food over here in the in the icebox. And I'm thinking like, oh, it was like really cute, like a, like a cafe type deal. And I was like, I bet they've got some good stuff in there. No, nah, all they've got is cheese. <laughs> so Pam and I ate a lunch of cheese and crackers. At a winery, you can take a we, tour on. We, and then we were like, uh, I guess we'll do a wine tasting. <laughs> and it's like 1030 in the morning. I haven't eaten anything. And we just, we drink all this wine. And uh, this will surprise a lot of you. I'm not a heavy drinker. And um, and uh, I'm high on G-O-D. And that's how where all this naturally comes oh from. Oh, my gosh. But anyways, um, hey, come on. You SMH, SMH, SMH. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and so like, so then we take the, the we, we do the, the wine tasting and we're leaving. And it's like maybe it, it's actually lunchtime. And I just feel awful. I feel so bad. And I don't know what came over me, but I was like, hey. Like, we got to get something to eat, like, right now. And there was a Pizza Hut. <laughs> and that is my arch enemy of all places to eat. And we ate he there. He has an arch enemy pizza <laughs> Listen, All because I, he worked in a pizza shop. No, <laughs> no. No, Pizza Inn I would have enjoyed. Pizza Hut, 
man. So then we left from there. And it was like, this was the beginning of the day. I was sick the rest of the day. I just felt awful the rest huh. of the day. And like, anyway, so that was, that was one of Wine the worst. cheese and bad pizza. <laughs> 10 a.m. I, <laughs> I got, I got two real quick ones. One, my wife totally hates the story, but it's, it's hilarious for me. Cause everybody knows who um, I am. I forgot my wallet on our first date. Oh and it was my not, gosh. It was not Mel. It was somebody else. And it was a blind date. And it was the only date. And it was the only date. <laughs> yep. And I was like, "Can I, you buy was, me dinner?" And it was, a t- I mean, like, it was like you know, obviously the time of no Apple Watch or anything that you could pay for Apple Pay. You know, like your uh, phone, your cards are attached to your phone. So I had, I had like call in a friend. I had to call in a friend to come by and drop off some money. That and sounds like oh fast times gosh. at Richmond High, man. That's what happened to that kid on fast. And Monday. another time, this is little before, uh, right out of high school. I was still living at home, and I had a girl over for my parents were going to go out or whatever. I'm like, oh, sweet. So we'll go and watch a movie or whatever. My parents come home and my wife, my mom was like, hey, how's it going? La, la, la. You know, next night I had a different girl over. That same yes. scenario. Oh, my, my gosh. Mom, my parents. Oh, you're back. <laughs> back. Yeah. Oh, nice, my so gosh. Different girl. <laughs> so it's so that was the oh last day gosh. with that girl. Hold on, wait. <laughs> wait, Resendez, oh you expect gosh. us to sit here at this table and believe that you had more than one woman who was willing to go out with you? Come on. <laughs> well, it didn't last. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled him just long uh, enough. Yep. <laughs> Lindsay, how about you? You got a story? Yeah. In my freshman year of college, I had broken up with my boyfriend and uh, some guy who was actually, we had both interned at my home church that summer. <laughs> He was interning like pastor and I was just doing office work. And uh, so then he, we both have to go to the same college, right? And he hears that I break up with this guy and he's like, hey, why don't we go hang out? And I see he's like trying to be, you know, nice big brother, cheer you up. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we go and like all of a sudden we're like showing up at an ice skating place. And I'm like, okay. So then he's trying to hold my hand the whole time, like thinking, oh my gosh, I'm on a date. And I did not know (laughs) that this is a date. So then we go to eat and I'm just like, no, I got my meal. I got my meal. Wouldn't let me pay. And then as we come back, I'm standing at my apartment door. My roommates are inside and I know they're at the door because I can hear them. And he's standing there and he says something about like, maybe what you need is right in front of you. And I was like, maybe. Oh my gosh. I got to go. Thanks so much, friend. This was great. Like, it was so terrible. I, I did not know I was on a date with this guy. <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe the, oh, it was so <laughs> terrible. Hold on, wait. That, I didn't know that story, but I would have thought for sure the one you would have shared about when the dude came over. <laughs> oh, yeah. To or the, house. the guy who told my dad on our first date he had an intention of marrying me. At my house. And I'm didn't tell going, me this. I had just <laughs> so, met this guy. Yes, I, I would like to marry your daughter. How how many dates have you been on with her? This is our first. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, Skippy, that was so you terrible need to too. slow down. And she happened to be standing up oh, and heard it. Oh, I was cringing. Like, and then please she didn't just want to say, come you're not allowed to go on this date. <laughs> I like how the guy was trying to convince you what you need is right in front of me. We're like, no, the door. It's yeah. right here. <laughs> the second I opened the door, my roommates are all standing there like mouths open, trying not to wow. laugh. I'm like, oh, shut up. Up. Oh, it was so terrible. I well, don't know how that line didn't work. I mean, my, it's so smooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my my two date stories you're giving to, my two date stories are this. One was real simple. I met a girl that I 
met in high school and she was nothing like me, but I thought she was cute and she was a friend of my buddies. And he said, you want to ask Melissa out? So I decided to ask Melissa out. I went over to pick her up. And just before I walked in the front door, her little sister had thrown up all over the floor. And so she's on her hands and knees cleaning up barf. And I walk in and went, whoa. And she goes, oh, hi. It'll just be a second. You know, so she goes and she's embarrassed. I feel so we decide to go out to get something, just get something to eat. It was just a little dinner date. I was sure I had, um, two $20 bills in my wallet and we got the bill and the bill was $19 and 90 cents. And I had one $20 bill in my wallet. <laughs> so I quickly put a 20 down leaving her at the waiter or waitress. I can't remember who a dime tip. And I said, oh, we got to no. get out of here. Now. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That was one, but I'd probably the not, I guess embarrassing, but weird, awkward or whatever was the night gay and I got engaged. We got engaged on Christmas Eve, 1982. <laughs> And I was so nervous I couldn't eat, and I was going to ask her to marry me. I think she had a general idea because you know I bought the rings from her dad. He was a jeweler, and but she didn't know when. And so we went to Christmas Eve service at my church, and then I was taking her out. I hope this isn't one of your arch enemy restaurants. It was called the Cork and Cleaver, uh, which is a steak restaurant in Toledo. Arch enemy <laughs> I didn't know you. Had, I didn't know you could Pizza have arch enemy restaurants. But anyway, Ed and Spears. I uh, took her out and I was so nervous. She's like, why aren't you eating? I got my salad in front of me. I was like, and I finally took her dish and I just slid it away and said, I got to ask you something. And she went, okay. So (laughs) I opened up the ring box. I gave it to her. She said, of course, yes. And we, uh, okay. So I went back to eat. We got her meal done. And so we were walking out and I, this is this restaurant. And the doors all looked alike, and I didn't even know it. I opened the door, and I escorted her right into the men's bathroom. <laughs> and a, but, a guy came out that I knew, and he was a disc jockey, and he goes, hey, Rod. I said, hey. And he goes, uh, she can't come in here. And there's a guy standing at the stall, and I'm like, oh, crap. I, I walk gay right into because the doors all looked alike. And he said, why don't you come on in? I'll introduce you at the bar. And we were like, no, we're good. We're good. So we left, but anyway, I remember That's that. funny. So. Listen, I want to talk to you a little bit about Valentine's Day. You know, uh, Valentine's Day has all to do with relationships and love and things like this. And so I thought what I would do, I'll read you a few passages of Scripture, give you just a couple thoughts, and then you guys talk a little bit about it too, how you see it, um, what you feel that passage of Scripture means. One of my favorite passages of Scripture about love, uh, I read it all the time at weddings, but truthfully, it has to do with the life of the church, not really the life of individuals, but we all know it. It's called the love chapter. It's taken 1 Corinthians 13, but there's a passage of the scripture that I want to touch on real quick with you. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It is not. It does not boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I use this passage in scripture all the time to remind couple or in sermons or golly, I'll get it out in weddings all the time to remind couples that love is a work in progress. We're constantly trying to grow in this and it's important in a relationship that you allow your spouse to grow in this. I think um, just speaking personally, my wife would probably say that 
um, I've grown in these areas, but I'm certainly not, I've certainly not prote- or perfected them. What about you? What goes to your mind when you hear that passage of scripture when it comes to your love relationship with your wife or husband? What hits you? Well, it's definitely immediately challenging, even if you feel like there's a lot of those areas that you've grown in, there's always that challenge of, I guess, perfecting in that area. So. Good. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, it's like even knowing how you're supposed to treat, how you're supposed to treat your spouse, you know, you read this and it's like, it's just so easy to be miffed at a stupid, you know, uh, confrontation you had. I mean, I mean, especially when you throw in kids and busy schedules and things like that. And like the petty side of me, you know, reacts. And then I read this and every time I read it, it's just like, no, that's not what you're called to. And I'm reminded just how how beautiful love is supposed to be. Uh, I'm reminded that it's supposed to be so much more than my natural reaction to people. It's supposed to be something that is honestly mirroring God and his love towards us. And, uh, and so that's what I always think of. And, and I just, I'm reminded, I think the big thing that always reminds me of is, is the fact that it's not about the moment, right? There, there are those moments where you're upset or discontent. Uh, there's disappointment, whatever it is, uh, you're angry. It's not about that. It's about the relationship as a whole and love remembers that and it honors and it and, and those those the the way it writes it in there it's not self-seeking it doesn't keep record it just reminds me there's a bigger thing here and that's a relationship and if i and if i'm doing it right i should be thinking about that uh the whole time and so that's that's the big thing that jumps out to me yeah i i agree i i i think it's a great passage now we got to remember it's actually written to the church on how they're supposed to behave with each other yeah. but it's so applicable to our lives and our love relationships and it's a great passage to it to remind us our love is a work in progress you know i hope that i'm better at love today than i was 30 some years ago when gay and i first met so i hope that uh if you're out there and you're you're listening i want to let you know it's understandable your love's not perfect i hope that you as spouses understand that your spouse's love is not perfect mm-hmm. but if it's growing it's going in the right direction um, it's worth the fight, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's worth staying together and working through it. So I hope that you do. There's another passage out of Colossians, the third chapter. It's the 14th verse that says this. It says, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I love that when it was talking about the body of Christ, it said, you know, Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. Forgive what grievances you may have. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And then it says, and after all these virtues, over all these virtues, bind it with love. Love is a binding agent, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Because we don't always agree. You guys can think of times where you didn't agree with your spouse, your spouse didn't agree with you. But it doesn't mean that, well, that's it. We're cutting the relationship. That would be an awfully short-sighted agreement. But when you see that, you go, well, love overrides all of this, right? Have you ever had times, oh, I know you have. Have you ever, though, when you go through that time, has God ever brought to your mind or, or has your spouse ever brought to your mind, I love you and I don't want this 
to cause division or cause hurt or pain. We disagree. Have you ever had those times where you you just a remembering of love? It, it, you don't come to agreement. You just come to love instead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last big argument Pam and I had was about a month ago, and our daughter Ralph. <laughs> no, no, no okay. stupid dog. <laughs> no, she acknowledges that he's ridiculous. We got a new dog, everybody. Surprise. We'll see if we have him in a month. But anyways, um, just kidding. Um, Ralph will work out. I'm you got to love him. Sure. Let, let yeah. your relationship with Ralph be bound in love. <laughs> That's right. No, the, the last argument was over our daughter. And I love uh, my daughter, obviously. And one day she's going to be a CEO or something. She's so stinking strong-willed. And it's going to serve her really well one day. But daggone, if as a dad, it doesn't drive me nuts. And and just one morning, she was just giving it to us. And I I, th- I couldn't remember if she just wasn't. She wasn't. She was off. She was sleepy. She didn't feel good. Something. Finally, we sent her to the back. And and Pam and I are, are, are going at it with each other. And at, at some point, like, like 10 minutes later, I'm just doing the dishes, which Pam loves. I, I clean when I'm upset. So she tries to tick me off as much as she can. But <laughs> I'm doing the dishes. And finally, she comes in. And I just said, hun. Um, I don't want to fight with you. I, I don't want to fight with you. I, this isn't where I want to be right now. Like, I don't know why we're doing this. You were both frustrated about the kid, but I don't want to do this. And, 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 and maybe that's an example, you know, or I think that's an example of, of what you're talking about. We just, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about a really stressful time trying to figure out how we can direct our daughter's, uh, personality that God has given her. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, no, this isn't where we want to be. This isn't what I want to do. I want to honor you. I don't want to fuss with you. And, and it was really cool because she was like, you know, I, me either. Like, this isn't where we I want to be either. And this is just dumb. This doesn't matter. Us, we matter. Mm-hmm. And and we're going to figure it out. And yeah. so, and we just kind of said, all right, let's take a breath. And then later that evening, we just said, all right, well, wh- Good. what are we going to do? And how can we move forward? Yeah, I think um, one thing I love about this verse is that which binds everything together in perfect harmony. If you look at the Greek, because I'm a nerd and I love this verse and I like looking at the language. But that perfect harmony means perfect morally and emotionally. It covers both of those things. And so like I think of the times when Josh and I are frustrated with each other or we're having a fight or something. And the times that we choose to remember, we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. And we have different viewpoints, but our goal is the same. Mm -hmm. That's like coming back to love. And that kind of is where one, it fixes our morals. We're not rude with each other or me demanding my own way. I'm really mm-hmm. good at that. And, um, and so anyway, that's kind of, that's really important to remember. We try to do that often is we're on the same team. We're not against each other. We're pulling for the same thing so mm-hmm. we can figure this out. I think that, um, if you do remember that you love each other, I remember you just kind of hit it. I remember when it hit me, the gay is my best teammate. Yeah. I remember thinking, what? why do I fight with her? Or why do I have such disagreement? She's of all the years, other people have abandoned me or they're just no longer part of my life. We separated. It's no big deal. It just happens, but she never has. She's Oh, and she's seen me at my worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and to, to recognize, wow, there's a love here. And that took me growing up. That took me maturing some. I was so immature when we first started our relationship and most guys are. And, um, I was, I was just, you know, jealous. I was fearful that she'd finally figure out, wow, I'm dating a loser. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was so afraid she was going to find that out. And, um, so it made me just very immature and, and, and to remember the love, it kind of made me go, 
man, she's my best teammate. And it, and it gave me a new approach to life. And uh, so I, I think it's important to remember that. I have a couple more here, but one I really want to get to, I want to just touch on real quick, and then we'll go to my last one. Ephesians 5.25, we know, Matt, that it tells us to love our wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Yeah. That's a pretty high standard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every time I read that, I'm deeply convicted. And, and you just... You know, you, 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 you lose track of in the moment what's going on. Mm. But if you really take that to heart, I mean, I mean, Jesus laid down his very life for the church. Mm. I mean, he believed, uh, if you think about us as, as buildings, as blocks of that living stones of that, that organization, mm. how does he treat us with grace and dignity? I mean, if anyone had any opportunity to hold something against someone, it would be God, but he doesn't, he looks at us with mm. grace and love and mercy He's slow to anger, abounding in mercy. He is that God. And mm-hmm. and so, man, I just think, all right, you know what? You know, like when I think about that, when 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 God find, when I calm down enough and God kind of slaps me with that, he's just is like, hey, why can't you meet that standard? Mm-hmm. Like you can. Like, and you should lay down whatever it is right now, your pride, your arrogance. And um and, and too often we don't do that. And I'm not even talking about just in an argument. I mean, in anything. Like I should be my wife's biggest fan. I should protect her. I should be willing to do whatever it takes to help build her up and serve my family in the way. That's how God does the church. He He serves the church. He He builds it up. He believes in the best of it, and so it's a it's an amazing verse. And so to the other husbands out there, boyfriends, you you got a great lady with you. Hey, let that be your standard moving forward. What a challenge it is. I mean, it it really is a challenge to to love our wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her um, because it was such a perfect love. But Lindsay, later on that same passage, it says, women, respect your husbands. Mm-hmm. And let's let's face it, this is, this is one that's not socially um, encouraged right. at times, right? Right. So what, kind of, what kind of things go through your heart and mind when you hear that part of the passage? Well, everybody looks at submission like a dirty word, but in my opinion, it takes great strength to put yourself under leadership. Um, and there have been times in Josh and I's marriage where he's felt strongly about something and I felt strongly the opposite, but, um, and there've been times I haven't submitted and been honestly kind of a baby about it. And I remember one time, particularly I was like, well, fine, I'm going to sleep out here. I'm so ticked and you're going to know how mad I am. And until you change your mind, you know, kind of like holding emotionally hostage. And I remember sitting in the guest room by myself complaining to God. And I really firmly heard the Lord say, you are being disobedient. You are supposed to submit to your husband. I talked to him too. You sure that wasn't Josh? And on the outside <laughs> door. Yeah, he's in the vent. This is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so I like felt. Wow, I felt. I felt convicted, and so those times where then I've gone back, or sometimes chosen first, but usually when I've gone back and said, "I'm sorry," like, um, okay, if you feel like this is what God wants to do, or you feel like this is right for our family, then we're going to do that. God's always blessed that whether it was the best decision or not, the fact that I'm obeying the Lord and submitting mm-hmm. to my husband's leadership, mm-hmm. God blesses that. Yeah, And it's only made our marriage stronger and better. And it's made us a good team. And I don't feel less of a person because my husband is not just willing to die for me, but to live for me too. And well, so that makes a strong team. 
I've always said that I, I feel like you and Josh um, have a, a really much more mature understanding of your relationship than I did at your age. Not necessarily than your mom did at your age, but that I did. Um, and I'm glad you won the one argument that he didn't want me at the wedding and <laughs> he won that argument. Thanks. Um, so anyway, uh, here's the last uh, one because I want this will kind of lead into Matt's uh, segment of this. There's a passage of scripture found in 1 John and it says this, 1 John 3 verse 18. It says, Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, love requires action, doesn't it? It requires us to do something, do things which show our love. It's not just enough to um, say, I love you. I mean, uh, Lindsay, you grew up in our house. If I would have said, yeah, I love you, Lindsay, but, and I never provided and I never gave you a hug. I never encouraged you or I never um, took care of you or whatever. Those would be shallow words. Right. And scriptures encourage us. Of course, that was in the context of the body of Christ, but they encourage us. Don't just let your words be the only thing out there. We need to follow it up with action, which is kind of leading me into this last part. And that is we have Valentine's Day coming up and I want to challenge you men and women. Sometimes we forget that this is not a one-way relationship <laughs> and not a one-way holiday where the man should go out and buy the flowers and take her to dinner and all that kind of stuff, which you should, guys. But women, what are you doing for that man in your life that you love? Are you showing him the love? Are you showing him your love for him in an action, in a way that is just different than the rest of the year? Yeah. See, Valentine's Day is just supposed to mark something different in your relationship. It's just, hey, let's highlight this for a, for a day and just special. We don't all live Valentine's Day every day of our life, right? So yes, the focus for guys is usually, hey, you need to do something for your wife or your girlfriend. You do. That's That's cool. But also, I want to challenge wives out there, girlfriends out there. What are you doing for your man that say, see, I love you too, and this is a special elevated day? Yeah. Well, I think that's um, really important. That's Josh and I usually, what we do for Valentine's Day is we go out. Um, we don't usually do big gifts, we'll, but we'll do something small and thoughtful like try and get something that is not just generic for right. Josh, but something that says, this is Josh. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. You got him a pink leotard for this year? Yes. I didn't mean to ruin it. Yeah. But Josh never listens to the He podcast. doesn't listen yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That leads me into kind of having Matt finish up this segment yeah. with Matt's Valentine's Day list. I don't know how many. It says top 10, but I don't know if you got 10 or 100 or 3 or whatever. So Matt, I got 10. why don't yeah. you share 10, some great, some not so great suggestions listen, on Valentine's Day. Listen, guys are generally dumb and we need help generating ideas. And so to the guys and the ladies out there, we're going to hook you up. Here are 10 really fun ideas. <laughs> Uh, to that maybe you can do. Uh, so I'll go through them with you guys, and y'all just tell me, do you like this? Do you not? Do you think it's stupid? Have you ever done it? You know, whatever. Whatever you feel like you want to chime in. Number one, uh, first idea is plan a picnic. Uh, what do you What do you guys think about that? I feel like every time I've done picnics. that, that's a win. Right? I love picnics. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Rod, have you planned a picnic <laughs> for gay lately? 
Do you see me staring at you? <laughs> <laughs> Planning a picnic. Um, I don't even know that Gay would dig on that too much. <laughs> she doesn't like sitting on the ground. I so. <laughs> think for me, planning a picnic would be here. We're going to picnic at the steakhouse. Right? Something <laughs> okay, like that. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. This one I think is ridiculous, but maybe some, it would be totally different. Go bird watching. Oh. Go bird watching. Are you guys <laughs> as excited about that as I am? Lois would love that. Would she? Would she really like that? <laughs> she loves birds. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she loves birds. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, that'd this be, one's uh, this one be great. Number three's <laughs> a nod to my worst date ever. Uh, take a brewery tour. It should have been really cool. I mean, it was the most gorgeous winery that I'd seen. I mean, just was beautiful, except we couldn't take a tour of it yeah. or see anything. It's but, good from a distance. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah. if you could have, that could have been Brewery a cool tours one. are fun. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, one of the coolest ones I've ever been on is when we went through Anheuser Bush in St. Louis, Missouri. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. That was just amazing when you saw those things. But yeah, that could be cool. Gay hates beer. So I don't know that that would part would excite her. This, so. this is a good one. What do you think about uh, <laughs> this one makes me laugh. I don't know if I'd ever do Take a workout class together. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, one time Josh and I tried the couple's yoga, which was the most oh disastrous yes, thing yes. ever. Did you video any of Tell it? Tell me that no, wasn't No, we should have. It was really Y'all fun. Had a good All time, we did was you? laugh the whole time just yeah. because we were so, I'm like, I think we can do this. It was so bad, but uh, it was so much fun. Gay and I wouldn't. Yeah. We wouldn't. No. <laughs> no. No. It, like to think of like jumping in a spin class. No, like, hey, girl, no, you look no, great sweating no. like a champ. Um, but I will say this. Pam and I once took a uh, a dance class for a couple months, and we learned two or three uh, different dances, like ballroom and, dancing. Or yeah, something. ballroom dancing. Gay and and that actually that. was that's a really fun. that's a fun day. It wasn't fun. It, Gay and I did it. <laughs> we, we were married. It wasn't fun, but we did it for a purpose. And then I bailed at the dance. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that worked backwards. Didn't that, it? that we. I want a trip to, to Palm Springs. More. And we had taken dance lessons because we heard that there was a it was a black tie dinner and there was a dance at the end of this rewards weekend or week. And we got to the dance and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm walking up to guys I work with, dude, will you dance with my wife? Dude. <laughs> but I took the class for eight weeks. I mean you, I did that part. I was there. I mean, that was all right. Yeah. I'm, I think those classes are fun. I think they're fun. They're they're hard. It's just so different. It takes you out of your normal element. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number Otherwise, five, I do it all the time. Uh, go out for picture uh, dates. And so, for AKA what? a picture date. So, spend an evening looking for photo booths oh. or. Uh, Pam and I actually used That's to do cute. this in college where we would just, we would, we would pick some landmarks. And while we're there, now this was before cell phones being super crazy and great cameras. So, we actually. You would have to have camera. a disposable camera or an, a digital neat. camera, but you you just get See, a bunch of pictures. Here's yeah. my really cool spot. Here's my idea of a picture date, honey. Here's a restaurant I'd love to take you to sometime. <laughs> honey, here's a spot we need. Let's just look at this picture, honey. Look at this. I'm taking you to Paris. Here's the Eiffel Tower right now. That's a picture date. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, you guys are gonna love number six. Hey, incidentally, if you're a listener and you're fighting with your uh, spouse, this might be a really good idea. Number six is take a boxing class together. <laughs> <laughs> I she, just see that going way down. She kicked my butt. No way. Terrifying. Yeah, no, no. Oh no, man. Not going to happen. Uh, anyways, Hey, visit a new museum. If, if you're like me, I've been here in Richmond for three years and there are still some museums that I have not visited. I love museums. You just, you just, it's, it's, you drive two places to, uh, 
experience the tourism, but I found wherever I live, I don't do the things that are really close. And so uh, maybe that's another idea that you guys could do. You, you know, know, one of the things that Mel and I did in New York, and it was the last minute, was went to see Pretty Woman the musical. And she was on cloud nine. I was, <laughs> okay. I was, she was like, we, we did the last minute type of thing. We got in and I was the king of the town after that. <laughs> hey, that's actually, that's actually really good. A number eight is actually that head on a mini road trip. I mean, just uh, take a trip, go somewhere new, do Krispy something creams. different. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, number nine, uh, meet for drinks at a local landmark. Maybe there's somewhere cool that you could uh, check out. Could you imagine me meeting your mother? For <laughs> that would be awesome. Lois. Lois, what can I get you? Diet Coke. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then number 10, this one I think is pretty fun. Uh, make some homemade pizzas and try some crazy toppings. We there's the first one you said night. that I would do because I like homemade pizza better, better homemade than Pizza, pizza Hut. Yeah, I love your anything arch nemesis. Oh my gosh! Yes. That'd be, be quite a comic book, wouldn't it? You standing there, Matt versus anyway. the Pizza Hut. Y'all don't even nemesis. know. I'm getting sick right now, even just talking about, it, just thinking about it. Well, thanks, Matt, for that. I appreciate that very much. Um, we uh, we can all look for fresh new ideas uh, to do on Valentine's Day. I know I can. I don't have that kind of creativity. You know, you guys think of, oh, my wife and I do this or my girlfriend and I did this. That's that's just, ne I know it shocks you guys, but that's just never been me. So I think if you can get a good idea, get a fresh idea, Valentine's Day is obviously February 14th, which is on a Thursday. And I hope that you take some sort of encouragement out of this and maybe say, you know what, I'm going to put a little bit extra effort in this year. I'm going to, I'm going to do something just a little bit different, surprise the wife, surprise the husband, whatever you can do to uh, add a little, um, I guess just pizzazz, pizzazz, new relish <laughs> on that hot dog. You know what I'm saying? So um, whatever you might do. Uh, all right, shut up, all of you. But anyway, whatever you might want to do, make it special this year, this Valentine's Day. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day. All right. With that being said, Lindsay. Yeah. Give us a little update on stuff. Well, hey, make sure you're checking out our new Kindred 360 Facebook page. We are uh, doing some 360 Extra on there every time we record a podcast. So today, which you're not hearing this till later, so the day that we recorded this, <laughs> we'll be live on Facebook. Um, so we hope that you start tuning into that Facebook page and checking us out there and sharing cool. that with your friends. You can cool. always contact us through there or uh, through our email, kindred360podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. We want to hear from you. That's awesome. Yeah. Listen, you guys, uh, this uh, this wraps it up for us today, but we just want to say thanks for listening and, and being a part of our um, uh, team, uh, because whenever we do this, we're actually hoping to include you in our team so that you'll uh, be a part of the Kindred team here. Um, don't forget that we meet every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock at... 10 825 Midlothian Turnpike right across from the Johnson Willis. We'd love to have you sharing with us each and every week. And I want to say thanks for listening and God bless and have a fantastic week.
You've been listening to the Kindred 360 podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to check out our additional podcast, Extra 360. And be sure to subscribe to the Kindred 360 podcast to stay up to date with our most current episodes. We want to thank you for listening today and have a blessed week ahead.